Welcome to the SIFT Podcast, your number one podcast for business, finance, and psychology, where great entrepreneurs come to learn and grow. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 42 on the SIFT Podcast. And for today's podcast episode, we are going to talk about marketing and to be more specific, SaaS marketing, software as a service for those of you who don't know what SaaS is, just basically software as a service. And in recent times, we've seen a very exponential growth in terms of the number of softwares that are coming up, in terms of the number of startup companies that are coming up with softwares. And we we tend to we also as consumers tend to be using a lot of these softwares. But now if you're a founder and you are in the SaaS industry, now how do you get into marketing? Because, you know, when it comes to SaaS, you're pretty much selling something that is not quite tangible. You know, you can, you, you cannot compare it to a product. It's very different when it comes to uh, product marketing. You no, know, SaaS is completely different purely because it's very, um, for the most part, not tangible. And then also to give you, um, it's not also quite visible. Like you can all, you, you can only, uh, for the most part, only use it electronically. You know, through your computer, through your phone, maybe through your television and all that. Think about um, maybe where you like to listen to music. You know, the kind of apps you use, the kind of softwares you use, the kind of softwares you use maybe to edit or do to get some work done to. And also think about if you're working in an organization, the kind of softwares you use internally to get work done, to communicate within that organization. Now, these are the kind of softwares uh, I'm talking about now. How do you, as a founder, because you're an entrepreneur, you're a founder, and you have a SaaS company or a SaaS startup, and now how do you come up to marketing your SaaS, uh, your software as a service? You know the kind of product that you've 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 come up with, the kind of you know service you're offering, the kind of software you've come up with. Now, how do you effectively market on that? Because it can, it's very different when it comes to in comparison to product marketing. So you have to think of it in a very different, in a very different dynamic, in a very different, in a very different kind of way. And uh, I'm very much going to go through you know some of the things that you should or you should look into implementing in your marketing campaign in your marketing strategy and uh also carry out tests guys you know marketing is all it's also something of you know carrying out tests and um seeing what works and seeing what doesn't and then doubling down on what works but now if you're starting if you have a, if you if you're in the SaaS industry and you pretty much let's say have a website and you're motive is first of all you know and you're new you want to first of all start with brand activation creating much awareness about your brands let people know about you because when you come up with a software people probably don't know about you but now you want people to get to know you you might be in the b2b in the b2c industry it doesn't really matter but you want to get yourself out there and one of the things you can do to drive some traffic and allow guys to know you is pretty much have some free tools on your website now let me give you guys an example for this for example you're a founder and you've come up with a software that is relevant in the real estate 
in the real estate industry yeah you've come up with some kind of a software that helps maybe consumers to you know find proper real estate houses based on their budget it could be anything i don't know it could be anything but then again like have a software on your not a tool on your website for example like a mortgage cal calculator for example something that if i'm to go on any such engine talk about google or bing and key in a mortgage calculator your site pops up and what happens is you will be generating some traffic because every time anyone wants to do some form of let's say mortgage calculation you know calculate some interest rates here and there or you have a tool that does a bit of budgeting or help someone find uh the proper real estate that they might want to uh buy in based on their budget and in having these people traffic you know generate traffic to your website what happens is that they might not necessarily buy at the start but they get exposed to what you offer you get the chance to have them on your website and now from there on it's now upon you to optimize your sales funnel and have them convert on your website now this depends purely on you on the kind of products you're offering and how your website is laid out to drive more sales and lead to more conversion which takes me to my second point and from the definition software as a service you know as founders or entrepreneurs many might be focusing primarily on the software which is the key part of you know the whole the whole business the whole business depends on the product if the product if the software is not working then the business cannot exist and as entrepreneurs as startup founders you might be when you're starting out you know focusing a lot on the software do we have enough skill personnel on board probably in our venture team that can help us um come up with this software and focus primarily on coming up with a minimum viable product uh, or a prototype and then come up with a seamless flawless kind of software but the one thing you should not forget as much as the software is very important and very vital for the whole business to work the service is also very very important the whole consumer experience when it comes to your business when it comes to your marketing when it comes to you building on your brand the kind of service you offer to your consumer is very very important and this gets neglected quite often let me tell you guys if you do a bit of research and you can do this by for example heading on to facebook and then looking at most uh smes you know small and medium medium-sized enterprises looking at their facebook pages and just going through the reviews for for those who publicly uh leave their reviews out there and then there's something you'll find out whereby a consumer let's say gives a five star rating then they will get a response from the organization but in most cases when a consumer leaves a one star or two star rating they end up not getting uh they end up not getting a response from the business or from the organization and this all comes down to the whole consumer experience because if i'm complaining to you about probably your software being buggy and i'm sending you emails and you guys are not responding and then i head on to your facebook page i try and hit you guys up there and you're not responding and um i get pretty much pissed off and i post a bad review on your website or on your facebook page but then you don't respond 
it detrimentally affects your brand equity, your brand image. And it's like, like I said, in one of, in one of the previous episodes, I think in episode 31 or 32, it doesn't really matter if you have the best marketing people on, in your company. If you're not working on the whole consumer experience, then you're pretty much wasting your money because it's moving one step forward and then two steps back and also burning the bridge. So you can't move forward. Like that doesn't really make sense. So the whole service, the whole consumer experience is really, really important. If I'm a consumer and, I, uh, you know, and think about experience from when, uh, when your target consumer has the idea of, you know, they have a problem that they need a solution for. Think about what are the kind of touch points that they get exposed to before converting or before going into your sales funnel and converting on your website, you know, buying or subscribing to your platform. Now think about that. What, what, like, what do they do? Do, do they first of all go onto a search engine? Maybe key in a few key in like um, softwares to do A, B, C, and D. But now think about like how now, for example, if once they once they land in some way they land on your or they're exposed to let's say to your advertisement. Let's say you're doing advertisement and they get exposed to a certain advertisement where you've been doing maybe some form of Facebook uh, Facebook uh, ads and you talk about your product or your service, if I click on this advertisement, will it lead me directly to where now I can read about probably description on the software that is being offered and also allow me to purchase without looking further around the website? Because for, for some businesses, you find that they might be doing some form of Facebook ads. But then again, when a consumer clicks on this ad, they end up landing on the homepage because this business or organization have been doing their Facebook page, their Facebook ads quite um, quite so, how can I explain, quite so not specific in that their set landing page is their homepage. So a consumer ends up landing on uh, their homepage and then having to peruse through and search for the exact product or service that was being offered and you know this tends to lead to a lot of bounce rate for your consumers so it's not really something good so it's one thing you want to think about if you're in the SaaS industry what are the kind of touch points your consumer uh, gets in contact with and how can you optimize that to make it so seamless for them to find what they're looking for and have them convert at the end of uh, the sales funnel and another point, which will be the third point, um, guys, if you're in the SaaS industry, probably you're, like I said, probably you have a website and one of the things you really need to look into is your website speed. That's really, really important because website speed leads to, you know, if your website is like, if it takes more than one second to load, it leads to 10% more bounce rate when it comes to your consumer. So it's something you really want to look into that your website operates seamlessly. Because we are living in a time where consumers are very impatient. And that's the thing with marketing. With marketing, you have to always put yourself in the head of the consumer and what they think and how they behave and try to understand that. And we live in a time where people are very, you know, in, everyone wants everything instant, instant. And if something is taking time, people tend to become impatient. You know, we live in a time, you know, compared to the last 20 years, when it when it comes to sending text messages 
people used to, you know, along like when it comes to 20 years ago, like people used to send each other emails and you would pretty much wait and uh, maybe respond after a day or they would send each, each, each other letters in form of communication. And at that time, that generation had that patience. But we live in a time where everything is very instant when it comes to, you know, your messaging apps. You can simply text some, send someone a text and they reply the same, same second. And uh, it's all on instant gratification and instant, you know, it's everything instant. And if your website is not performing quite fast, if it's quite slow when it comes to its load time, it's something that you really want to look into on the kind of uh, maybe the bulk of content that you might be having that might be slowing down your website because you don't want your website to be loading for more than one second. Like every time I click something on your website, I need it to pop up within the next second. If it stays more than five seconds, you probably know I'm gone, I'm out. So it's something you want to look into if you're in the SaaS industry. And then the fourth point and probably my final point um, will be on pretty much offering free services at the beginning. Now, this might not sound really um, as a good idea to some of you, but the thing is this, you want to get a, you want to gain a bit of traction. You want to gain, you want to collect a bit of data on your service, get a bit of feedback and pretty much captivate your, your consumer segment's attention. And one of the things you can do is not just purely offering free services, but having having a trial version on your on your software, and it can be in different models. You can have a trial version, let's say for one week, where it's um, no no where you don't need like you don't take uh, credit card information from them, or you could take credit card information from from them and have them. And it's very important to let your consumer know that. If they don't cancel their trial subscription at a certain date, they'll get charged for that certain software. It's really, really important because what really happens is if you don't really tell your consumer that they are going to get charged and they get charged, you know, they end up dropping off. And for such consumers, they tend not to come back to you. And uh, one other way you can think about it is offering maybe a freemium model. And by a freemium model, you know, think about, for example, for those who are into playing video games, think about uh, Fortnite. You know, Fortnite has become this big deal when it comes to gaming. And the game is pretty much free, I think, in almost all uh, gaming platforms. I think the game is is almost always free to, to, to download. But then when it comes to you having to buy um, certain extension packs, you have to now pay for that. And it's pretty much with a lot of uh, softwares going on. Think about SoundCloud, for example. In SoundCloud, if you want to upload your music, they give you like a certain number of minutes or a certain number of hours. And then from there, if you want to upgrade more, because what happens is, for example, if you're starting, if you're starting a podcast and you have your RSS feed through SoundCloud or you have SoundCloud hosting your podcast, SoundCloud will give you a certain number of hours free of charge of upload content but then after you reach that maximum you have to now start paying for extra uh, extra minutes and what really happens is once you reach there you probably have enough audience or you've gathered a lot of attention from those hours that Sound soundcloud gives 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 you for free primarily actually forcing you to end up uh, paying for more minutes on their platform 
So it's one of the things you can look into depending on the kind of software or the kind of business model that you have on how you can on, on how you can iterate when it comes to captivating the attention and maybe having a form of a freemium model, you know, the different kind of business model that we have. Or also, um, instead of a freemium model, you can also have something similar to a Raisin Blade model. But now for softwares, you know, when it comes to Raisin Blade, talk about um, buying printers and buying ink, ink, ink cartridges. Printers tend not to be that expensive, but ink cartridges over time become expensive. So having your consumers buying uh, a very critical part of uh, a very critical part of your software or having access to a very critical part of your software but then if they want to get for example all the full features you know having to pay more now to get you know to get an upgrade or to get an extension and all that so it's one thing to look at if you're in the SaaS industry and guys if you have any questions make sure to reach out Send me an email, Augustine at siftgroup.net. Remember, guys, it's always process over outcome. See you guys on the next podcast episode. Have an amazing week. Make sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and also share it on your social platforms. Remember, guys, it's process over outcome.